minutes long. So it's fine. I mean, it's enough to keep people's interest. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, Alex Cobb again uh, for JE Instruction and Michael Marquis. Hey yeah. folks. Uh, so, I don't know if you can tell by the color combination here, but uh, we're all about the green today. So what we're going to be talking about is the commissions and insurance. Because that's, that's what everybody wants to know. Let's talk turkey. What about the money, right? Um, so again, Mike Ben, uh, I'll say fairly new in insurance. I mean, you, you're, mm -hmm. you're just celebrated four years. Right. Um, what what was the what was the biggest surprise about the commissions when you when you came in? Getting into this, if you've watched any of the other videos, um, you know that I've been in in sales for many years prior to this. Um, some commission roles, some base plus commission. Um, so so being commission only wasn't a surprise. However how quickly or how often the pay cycle is was different because depending on the line of business or the carrier that you're working with really depends on how quickly you can be paid i mean let's say for instance i sell a policy on the first of this month you may not get paid until the 15th of the next month and even in that in other cases it could possibly even be the next month yes. after that depending on the type of carrier. Yes. Now, I'm not gonna say that's the case in all of them because it's not. I mean, you could do some where um, you you collect the down payment for, for a client and some of your commission gets pulled out initially before the policy even gets written and then you go forward. But then that opens up a whole new can of worms that we'll get into later. But ultimately, uh, the, the, when, you first get into, when you first get into insurance, you need to understand that it's not a, I sell it today, I'm gonna to get paid next week. Right. That's not the case. Um, there are some carriers, like if uh, if you sell like uh, um, uh, ancillary products, like like Athlete products yeah. or, 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 or carriers like that, that's a little bit different because I, I believe they cut checks every single week on a particular day. And once you sell a policy, you just get roped into one of those two or three week cycles right. and kind of go from there. So, uh, I mean, there's multiple ways that you can get paid. Not every way is wrong, not every way is right, but for you, your cash flow may be different than my cash flow. And your bills are different than my bills, so you need to take a step back and understand, okay, if you get partnered with these carriers, that's great, but if <coughs> they're not gonna pay you for 45 to 60 days, do you have the funds in place to not only take care of your bills, but take care of if you have any staff, any anything else that right. happens to become your marketing materials. If you're the type of agent that believes in billboards and TV and all of that other stuff, I mean, that, that can be a lot of money for folks. And I, I, I wanted to make sure that, that you folks understand, whether, whether you've been in insurance or you're new to this, that you need to, you need to know up front about the money because right. that's going to be a huge factor. I mean, that's why we go to work. If we didn't, <laughs> if money wasn't a factor, we wouldn't be working. We'd be staying home with our families oh, and yeah. hanging out and, and and doing whatever. So the um, to kind of follow that, the, the basic terminology, okay? Because uh, a lot of people I speak with that are coming into insurance, they're they're coming from a quasi sales background, meaning like you said, mm -hmm. they they get paid a basic draw and then they get paid 
you know, additional comp on top of that. But it's not a true sales position the way I see it because true sales is 100% commission. Correct. And I mean, we have we have an expression for a reason. You know, you either produce or you perish. So there's no coasting along getting a, a steady draw. Like you either go sell it and you earn the income or your check is not, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so traditional carriers are gonna pay what we call fully earned. Mm-hmm. So an example Mike gave, if you sell a thousand dollar policy and your commission is 10%, mm-hmm. when they cut the check to pay you, you're gonna get the full $100, which is 10%, mm-hmm. all at once. And that is good from a cash flow point of view for your agency until you have a little thing called a chargeback. Right. Because if they give it all to you at once, they're gonna take it all back at once. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, may I interject for just a second? In one of the other videos, we talked about uh, uh, qualifying clients. It, not necessarily qualifying to, 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 to decide nit, nitpicking, but meaning if you if you start having a conversation with someone, rather than just answering the phone like, hey, I want an auto policy. Oh, okay, da, 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 here you go. And then that person may only need insurance for two days and then they cancel. Well, if you better understand your clients, you have a better opportunity to limit the amount of chargebacks yes. that you actually have yes. by generating solid business. Now, all business is good business to certain agencies. Like if you want if you want an agency that specializes in say SR15s or specialize in uh um what you call it? Uh if, Okay. Uh if you have an agency that specializes in uh state minimums or SR22. Okay, SR22s. Then you're you're already getting into the business of knowing that you have a greater chance of getting chargebacks. Whereas you wouldn't if you were writing other business. But some agencies, this is where they wanted to go. Other agencies, this is where they wanted to go. So it all comes back to deciding who you want to be in the type of business that you want to write but it helps in qualifying some of the clients so you understand, okay, this one may end up coming back over the next couple months, so you don't want to spend that $100 all at once because if they take it back, you lost that $100 in the next month or the or, or the third month yeah. or something like that. So th- that's just something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. Um, so in simplified, that is fully earned. You know, you get it all at once, they take it all at once. There, there's another relationship that's far less common, although it's still out there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think you, you learned this lesson the hard way. Yes. Um, it's what we call as earned. So in that same $1,000 premium example, if you're still getting the same 10% commission, as opposed to getting it all at once, each month that the client makes a payment, you're gonna collect that portion just for that month. So from an accounting point of view, that's actually easier but from your pocket point of view and for paying your bills point of view, not so much. <laughs> Correct. Because you, you've committed the same amount of time and you'll eventually get the same return because it's 10% commission, but you have to wait so much longer to collect all your money. Correct. Now, the positive to that, though, is... Uh, if Limits cl- chargebacks. Right. If the client doesn't pay, you don't get charged back. Now, if the client gets canceled because <laughs> they didn't make the payment, but... 
you don't have a hundred dollar chargeback or whatever the difference would be is a chargeback so i mean there is a con that you don't get the full hundred for a six-month policy but the positive is is if that client decides to leave you're not going to get charged back right so neither good neither bad it just it it just kind of is and like i said those are rare rare Mm -hmm. rare there are still some carriers out there i'm not going to i'm not going to put anybody to the wall but you know that may be one out of a hundred okay mm-hmm. um, another scenario that I frequently have people kind of scratching their head about is what we call agency bill and what that means is simply this you're going to be dealing with an ENS carrier which just simply means it's somebody that's not in a standard preferred market so it would not be an all-state or a state farm or you know one of the blue bloods that everybody knows you're going to be dealing with a carrier of you know a different acclaim and they're called ENS because it's excess and surplus they're specially designated they can offer the same products for instance a homeowners or uh, a condo policy they do it slightly different than the preferred so that's the difference the other thing about those contracts is they could read exactly like the state farm or all state contract but they don't have to and one of those areas where they don't frequently is they don't build the customer they're going to build you the agency because you're vouching for this customer when you send them the business. So in essence, again, the same example, if it's a thousand dollar policy and it's a 10% commission, they're not looking to the customer every month for the bill. It comes to you. Your duty is at that point is to go collect that money. And if they don't pay you, <laughs> then you're tough. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the hook for it because uh, that's part of the contract. Yeah, and, and I mean, and look, I think a lot of us will get the Goodfellas reference. Oh, you, I mean, or sorry, the casino reference. You, you had a rough month? Forget you, pay me. Right. <laughs> they, they want their money whether you got paid or not. So mm-hmm. I've had a lot of agents that I've met over the years that they've, they've kind of discovered that the hard way. It's like, mm-hmm. holy crap, I owe these people 1200 bucks. Yeah. Because they didn't have an understanding of what agency bill meant. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not good, it's not bad, I'm not for it, I'm not against it. I'm just letting you guys know, like, these are out there, and in this case, that is more common than most agents are really aware of. Right. Because we're in what we call a hard market right now with personal lines, which means they are ultra-conservative on their underwriting, they're ultra-conservative on their claim adjusting, and they're going out inspecting property now. I mean, if if there's anything that's not just checking all the boxes, they're, they're, they're kind of slowly backing away from the carriage point of view and said, we don't really want to take this risk right now because uncertain economic times is not good for insurance companies. A lot of business that would have been in that preferred side is slowly being shifted over to the other column with the EMS stuff we're talking about. And, you know, uh, a couple names I can call out just because they're, they're good at what they do. Uh, Burns and Wilcox is one, you know, RPS is another. Uh, there are several, you know, hundred more out there, but I just know those two in particular. Um, work with them quite a bit, have a great relationship with them. And they do a lot of good for a lot of people. Um, and they, they make it a point to explain what agency bills means. When I can tell you that every carrier out there, they don't. It's on the agent to do his own education, and a lot of them have found out the hard way. Holy crap, oh, 1200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I will say I've been very fortunate um, with, uh, with both RPS and Burns that I, I've been paired with underwriters that go above and beyond. Um, that explains situations that um, even explain the agent's risks 
in this policy. Uh, very similar to what Alex just said. I mean, it, it's there are a lot of other carriers out there, uh, but uh, like Alex said, it's just RPS and Burns that were talked about in this conversation. Yeah, so um, that is by far not all of the possible claims questions, or sorry, commission questions you mm -hmm. could possibly have. Um, you know, you have claims questions that kind of roll out of that as well. Uh, how are commissions handled in the case of claims? Um, and again, it depends on the policy. You know, whether it's a nice, you know, blue blood carrier or if it's one of these ENS guys, because there can be some differences, and the line of business makes a difference. Um, for you that have been reading the news, any one of the big things that came out of COVID is the communicable disease, because the traditional BOP, you know, policy it offers some protection, but that wording has been deemed to be so vague. Um, does that include a communicable disease? In other words, is COVID something that you can file a claim for? And for the most part, courts have cited, no, you can't. Um, I, I think with what's going on now, with a lot of the judgments coming out of the Supreme Court, it's been very pro-business to a lot of degree. I think that's probably going to continue. So inevitably, what's going to happen, someone's going to write a new contract that allows that, as long as they can collect premium for it, they're going to cover communicable disease. Correct. So that's the thing about insurance. It's just very reactionary. It may not be in the time frame that you want it to be, but the, the clear example now is I live in small town America and you know Atlanta has had Uber for I think 15 years we finally got it in my town I, I'm guessing maybe four years ago give or take I never thought it would come there right uh, just because we don't have the population but interest companies now are allowing you on your personal policy in some cases to you know temporarily offer Uber or offer Lyft offering the ride sharing stuff and you know, for the last 30 years, that's been completely forbidden. But now, if there's a way to monetize it, make some money off of it, they're gonna jump on it. Mm -hmm. I, I fully expect that, you know, the COVID communicable disease thing is gonna be very similar. So, you know, as I've always said, if you're bored with insurance, then you ain't doing it right. Absolutely. I mean, there's always, every day is different. Uh, it, that, that's actually one thing that I really love about this, is it, no day is the same. and there's always something to be learned. There is. Every day. Uh, and so, yeah, I agree. So, uh, as always, guys, uh, questions, comments, uh, see below. Welcome all of them. Um, until we meet again, you know, so Alex is out. Thank you, folks. Have a great day. Thanks.